When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Welcome to So Bad It's Good. Uh, you guys, we had uh, such insanity happen today. This is Thursday. I don't know when you'll be watching this or hearing this, but Thursday we got the Vanderpump Rules, not the, uh, the, the, the finale trailer. No, no, we already got that. We now have the reunion trailer. We got our first look at the reunion that we've heard so much about. And you guys, it did not disappoint, but we see so much. And we're going to go, we're going to break down this beat by beat. We've got it pulled up right here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can watch along with us. Uh, if not, you're going to hear the audio, but we're going to painstakingly go through this beat by beat like we always do. You guys, I mean, this is, it's just so, so much. I mean, this is, listen, I just did a three hour recap of this week's episode. That is way too long. But I just, there, there's so much to dissect. And then they throw this trailer at you and you're even kind of, you're seeing more. You're seeing Raquel still completely still. Like, I, I, I don't even know if Raquel knows she's on this show at this point. Like, I, I am so, I'm so befuddled. And by the way, we see in this reunion trailer, uh, it's Tom Sandoval's last hurrah with his porn star mustache. So when you watch this with me, just realize you know, just have that boys to men like a uh, song like it's so hard to say goodbye to your creepy mustache. Ooh. 
So we're going to go through this beat by beat. We'll stop, start, and then we'll call it a day for this. But if you're listening to the audio version, don't worry. We're going to keep going with all of your Vanderpump news of the week. Poo-poo head. DJ James Kennedy kills it in this trailer. DJ James Kennedy is so good at speaking in t-shirt slogans. This guy knows his way around something that just is brain worms. Like I just, it just earworms into my brain, everything that he says. So we're going to start it right now. We're going to go through this beat by beat. Are you ready? It's going to knock you off your coal mining asses. You guys, here we go. How did this go from a one night stand to a full relationship between the two of you? Okay, you guys. So we see a reunion set and we hear this kind of creepy, like, it's like a little bit of Twin Peaks, a little bit like of a Dateline murder mystery, kind of the music of like, he said goodbye to his wife that night, or did he? And then they always have that creepy music in the background. That's the that's how this trailer starts off. And it's a very like red tone. I'm looking at Sandoval's red face right here, but it's just red and you see everybody laid out, all of these reunion outfits that we have already seen. And then Andy says- How did this go from a one night stand to a full relationship between the two of you? Tom, like kind of plays like his- he like does something weird with his lips. He's like, mm, uh, he's like nervous. And then they have a shot of Raquel and Raquel, like I said, doesn't look like she knows where she's legitimately at. The thing is, and I'm not giving anybody credit for pain points here. Truly. I'm not because I think Sandoval is one of the worst actors we've seen on this show in a long time, but Sandoval's playing the role that you would like. He looks a little bit tortured, right? Raquel legitimately looks like she's just, you know, just chilling. She's at a DMV. She's kind of just, you know, hey, what, what's going on here? Like, does not know. I would not be able to tell by looking at her that she is just from this image that she is upset. She looks completely poised. And I don't mean that as a compliment. I would almost be a little more reassured if I could tell she looked tortured. And I know that might sound unfair because that doesn't show us the person's heart. They're sometimes their outward shell, but this looks wild, you guys. But that's the question we all want to know. When did this start from a little hanky-panky to a full-blown affair? Ten seasons in, Tom is literally a 58-year-old man, and Raquel's a 19-year-old girl. <laughs> I mean, it's it's similar. You know, like, they're just different ages. So how? that's the money question, okay? Ah! Oh my God, is it, I literally, it is like paranormal activity. All of a sudden they hit you with boom. And it says that, what does it say? It says the scandal that changed. And then it says the scandal that changed everything. And then everything flashes like, like I legitimately think, and I don't want to put rumors out there. I think Raquel might actually reveal herself to be a demon because this seems like horror movie editing. It really seems like I would love if they came back from this dark screen of that changed everything and just everybody's dead. <laughs> and Andy's running. Oh, help me. Help me. I'm a father. Oh. Um, so all of a sudden you're just scared. You're like 10 seconds in and I'm legitimately scared. Tom, you are in love. Tom, uh, you are in love. And there's a tight shot of Tom's face. And he looks like he's like, looks like he's in that 80s band, like, aha. Uh -huh. 
you know, like take on me or flock of seagulls. And he's like, uh, you said my name. What's up, Andy? What's going on, dude? He's like, Tom, you are in love. <gasps> ah! Okay. Black screen again. And it says the reunion that uncovers the whole story. Okay. And now it actually gets serious again. I can't, because then it cuts to Ariana in the beautiful red dress, but a tight shot of her face. And she starts to say, I can't think of two. Two worst people. I can't. I don't see. Okay, but that's it right there. I can't think of two worst people. I can't. And for all you naysayers all there, all you flat earthers that think this is all fake. Look at that. Look at that. Like, does this all look fake to you? Do you think... Like, Ariana's a pretty good actor. I've seen her act before. But you think, like, they, I mean, like, come on. That's true pain. That's why it's so weird also to compare that to Raquel, where there's nothing. There's nothing. I was like, I don't know. I keep saying this, but I was weirdly hoping we would see Raquel in that same of, like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. But we see Ariana that's really gone through it at this point. Because what it was is a couple weeks after all of this got revealed, right? Um, and she's like, I can't think of two worse humans because at that point it was her boyfriend of 10 years, nine or 10 years and Raquel, her new BFF, which just by the way, in this week's episode, she still stands up for and had that super creepy conversation with Raquel of like, are you and Tom having sex anymore? And she's having this conversation about her body, really personal things. And the whole time, Raquel's doing the hippity-dippity with weird mustache man over here. All of a sudden, then, we cut to the arrivals. We always see those at the reunion. Sometimes my favorite parts are the arrivals. Now, listen, I'm a troubled man, obviously. And I was thinking about going there that day and standing outside with, like, a sandwich sign that said, you know, like... <laughs> like Tom Sandoval, the most extras, biggest fan. Like I wanted to see them all come in because this truly was history. They point out that like literally paparazzi was camped outside that entire day. Now this studio, you see Tom being helped out. Uh, you know, he has his luggage. He's in a black trench coat, black, black glasses, black baseball hat. Wherever they're shooting, they have like a New York City backlot set on this uh, soundstage. I don't know if it's Gower Studios or not. We also see Ariana come in in that, like she had that yellow uh, sweatpants suit that said 1-800-BOYS-LIE. Great message. It's I, You know you've reached peak celebrity-dom when you start wearing messages on your outfit because then you know, you, like, you know the message is going to get out there and Ariana did know it. Anything good coming for either of those rats? A reunion. Okay. So now we're in the makeup room. Ariana's with Katie. And you would tell Ariana's voice. She's like, I can't see anything good for coming for either of those rats. I mean, do you guys hear it? It almost doesn't sound like Ariana's voice. And I don't know potentially if the stress of everything had affected the voice. I'm sure it was very early in the morning. But I'm sure she has gone through a lot at this point. But it felt like it affected her voice right there. We see Katie, uh, who looks great. She looks like she's in like this brown leather jacket with a black hoodie over it. Opinion that may be more explosive. Don't even look at me. You don't. Okay, so Andy, the circus ringleader, is like, a reunion that must be so explosive that you're going to fart charcoal for the next year. Like, he, Andy always pumps it up, but this time he's really got something. The one thing you'll see that they left out here of, like, Andy will usually at this part go, a five-part reunion, and he doesn't say that. Now, 
my sources say, and that's my sources are some of the people that actually are, you know, work and are on this show is that they started early, but it did get so intense and they ended before 7 p.m., which is very unusual. If you follow reunions, the Beverly Hills reunion, all of those, those go like usually till midnight. And you'll see Andy post those things of like, still here. Calgon, take me away. You'll see all like all those. This wrapped up before 7 p.m. So what I had heard was that it got so intense that even every time they tried to go to a different topic, it would immediately come back in some way of like, you know, James, how was Imagine Festival this year? Well, Andy, I'll tell you, it was great, but it wasn't as good as making fun of this dumb, fat motherfucker, Tom Sandoval, poo-poo head. Um, But he's got something really intense here. And the shots of Tom, I mean, Tom truly does look like dead man walking. He's just like, my last meal, Andy, is like a bucket of KFC and, uh, you know, just a a nice diet slice, something like that. Look at me. You don't deserve Oh, yeah. So Ariana was like, don't look at me. You don't deserve to look at this. And she does one of those, woo, like kind of a sexy girl move. Like, you don't deserve to look at this greatness. Look at these boobies. Look at this form-fitting red dress. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. But she does one of those kind of like snap snap kind of things i'm a i don't even know what the but anyways she was like you don't look at this and raquel was like can i look at that am i allowed to look or is it just tom not allowed to look to look at this and dramatic james and lola can't talk because they and so i wasn't your best friend okay so raquel Poor Raquel. I mean, not poor Raquel. She's asked Rachel. She's 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 really brought all of this on. She's like, James and Lala can't talk because they fucked. And that like literally Lindsay Hubbard activated Lala. Lala literally stands up and like the pic, you got to see the still frame picture of this because it's hysterical. It is just like Lala pointing with these long fingernails. She's got this, what is like a kind of like a vinyl cheetah outfit on her makeup and hair are on point. And you literally see her and DJ James Kennedy who are sitting next to each other. They'd get completely activated. He's like, let's go. It's time. This is what we've trained for. All right. All right. All right. What's up? You fat fox. It's me. DJ James Kennedy, fresh off the Imagine Festival to tell Recall and Tom to fuck off. But Lala's like, then anything we've seen. Sorry, I got to go back here. Then anything. Yeah, yeah. He goes, you can't talk about me, ho. And you hear DJ James Kennedy in the background go, I was 25. (laughs) Yeah, I love in DJ James Kennedy said, it's like, I can cheat because I was 25. If you're 41, that's illegal. It's illegal in the United States of America. Come on. I was 25. Then we cut to a scene of Sheena walking in. And remember, Sheena was not allowed to be on stage with Rocky, Raquel, Rachel at the same time because of the TRO, the restraining order, right? So they had to film those scenes with Sheena separately. So Raquel was not supposed to be there. Also, it is interesting. We were told that they took away, or I mean, I was told, I think everybody was told that they took away the cast's phone, even phones, even when they got there. They weren't allowed to post or have their phones, supposedly. That was what we were told. That comes into play later in this trailer. So Sheena walks in here with her big bag of goodies. We've seen in the show's 10-year history. Okay. You know, talking about, you know, stuff that we haven't seen in this show's 10-year history, which really just take a second and think about what Andy is saying there. This show has been like king 
of dramatic shit mountain things that have happened to people. You got Jax, uh, you know, uh, F and Doty during the movie drive Sandoval's girlfriend at the time. Uh, you know, you had Stassi finding out smacking the shit out of Doty. You, I mean, you've had horrible thing after horrible thing. You had Schwartz cheating on Katie multiple times. You had Sandoval with Doty, but then moved to Ariana. And there was like Miami girl with Sandoval, all of these, all of these amazing things. But he says, this is, you haven't seen this in the show's 10 year history. You had Sheena walking in and then you get this random, like just single shot of Tom alone in front of a makeup mirror, which I kind of feel like is almost foreshadowing and what's to come for Tom's life. He's like, Time to go out there and perform with the, the most extras again. I'm here to slap on the grief, grief paint on. So he's there. And this, this is why I was wondering about the phones, because we see Tom has a phone. He's hunched over with a phone in his hand, which I was just wondering if he was just laughing at all the silly memes. He's like, these guys are really funny out there. Like, this is a really tragic thing. But people are really turning um, turning some laughs, and I just need it right now. So then we see, we come back up to the reunion. We see Katie in her beautiful black dress with the silver neck thing on. She has a long history of diminishing my friendships. We're friends with Okay. So now we have Schwartz looking like some kind of weird, studious Pillsbury doughboy. Like he almost kind of looks like a like a Pinocchio, like a little ventriloquist dummy. There's like a lot of things, like the glasses. It's all not working. You know, it really. He goes, Andy, um, Katie has um a tr very bad track record of diminishing my friendships. <laughs> Katie goes, everyone, you're like a serial killer's wet dream. Katie goes. You're literally friends with everyone. You're a serial killer's wet dream. Guys, I'm tired. I've been tired all day. I don't really, you know, I I, I got to tell you, he really is friends with everyone. Like he truly is. But why is that a serial killer's wet dream though? Is a serial killer's wet dream that Tom would be friends with everybody? Like, is, is she saying that Tom's a serial killer? Is she saying that a serial killer would like Tom because he has a bunch of friends that he can kill because he's a serial killer. I didn't necessarily understand, but I, but I laughed. I'll tell you that much. Didn't get it, but I still, I went, <laughs> Katie, I love it. Yeah. You tell Tom, I still don't get it. And I know it's probably, I know you guys are all screaming at your screens right now. And I, I just didn't get it. Anyways, they flashed to Tom really quick and he's like, Oh, Katie, Katie. I do have something for you. This was filed today, I believe. Okay, so Andy, in this very important scene, goes, I do have something for you, Sheena. This was filed today. And he has this really weirdly folded up piece of paper. I feel like Andy should have like put this in an envelope or he should have passed this off. To too crumply for what I would imagine Andy Cohen. Uh, this is a very important document. Um, and it turns out to be... Um, the uh, Sheena finally got full uh, full custody of the penguin. She bought Adam a couple of seasons ago. Uh, finally. No, 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 no. We don't find out what this is, but obviously this is the restraining order dropped. Um, so Raquel filed, filed paperwork and gave it to Andy to give to Sheena. So this was probably Raquel's big moment of like, I wanted to say that I'm sorry. And I dropped all charges, which is so fucked up when you think about it. Like Sheena is admitted to pushing Raquel when she found out about this and broke her phone. Okay. But she didn't hit her. That was the big 
part like the big bone of contention in this whole thing was Sheena was like, I did not do that. I know exactly what I did. And by the way, Sheena is probably very clear in what she did. Sheena just strikes me to that person of like, you'll know when I hit you, you'll know. And she's like, my nails can't even make a fist. So this was the, the dismissal of that. But just remember, like, this is how real it was. This was a real thing. Sheena was very worried about this. Sheena had to lawyer up when her lawyer was like just as sassy as Sheena is. Her dude lawyer was literally like, Rachel, what's up, Rachel? But remember, this had real consequences. And it also was kind of like a shame on you, Raquel, that you did this in the first place. Like this, <laughs> these are all things that you did. It does not, uh, it would never, it never excuses hitting somebody. But she didn't hit her. Like, but you did do something so wrong to so many people that you were going to get a negative backlash. And for you to try to save face by throwing somebody under the bus and actually risk a lot of that, that really could have messed up certain things. So this is Andy giving her that. And Sheena immediately breaks down into tears. Okay. So then all of a sudden the black screen and it's black screen is like, what is the truth? And then it goes, what is the truth? And it flashes three times. And the what is the truth gets closer to the screen. Making you and me to be pathological liars. I see that, yeah. Even though we know that we're not. Okay. Now, this is a scene that I cannot wait to, to see what the fuck it's about. Because it's Sandoval and Schwartz. Sorry. Sam, it's his other love, uh, Raquel, not Schwartz. Sandoval and Raquel in a trailer in like between a break. And he's like, obviously, they're making us out to be pathological liars out there. And Raquel's like, I see that. And, you know, something of like to the effect of, uh, but we're not. So what does that mean? Like, also, I would imagine that this is kind of interesting. And this is why I really want all these gaps to be filled in with this reunion. Because, guys, you understand why people think you're pathological liars too, right? Like, what is the what is the thing that they're wrong? Like, you know, it was like, no, no, it was not in August. Okay. No, it was July. You're saying August. It was July. Like, what is it like equivalent about dates? What? Cause it seems like just from an outsider's perspective, it seems like you did lie a lot. So I'm really curious to hear what their story is. But once again, we see Raquel being just very casual. She's changed out of a reunion outfit. I don't know if this is before her part or after her part, but it, it is weird. It, it just feels like, once again, Raquel doesn't really understand anything that's happening. Then we get the black screen again, and it's like, what is it? And what is a lie? I like that this reunion takes on the big questions, not what is the lie, what is a lie? So I'm like, whoa, are we finally going to get a, like a very strict Bravo definition of what a lie is? Like, I'm all ears. This is amazing. Like, we're really going to figure out? I mean, it's like seeing Bigfoot in Bravo land. When did you find out that they're f***ing, dude? Late August. Told Late me that August? You... Yeah. Oh, what? No. That's did when you, guys you told not me. put your timelines together right. to match? <laughs> this is legit. There's so many favorite parts of this, but it was like, okay, so Katie's like, dude, Tom, when did you find out about him and Raquel? And Schwartz is like, um, late August? Which would, like I talked about this in the, the recap of it, which would go against everything that Schwartz had set up to that point. Because remember, when this initially all got out, even Dodie was like, I believe that Schwartz only found out a month ago. Okay? And then this happened right here. 
Which then leads me to believe when Schwartz, the reunion had already been filmed and Schwartz did watch what happens live, right? And that's the first time we heard Schwartz say August. Up to that point, we still were with the month thing that we had heard initially. So this is where that lie initially came, like, you know, came out that it was a lie. And so Schwartz then was comfortable enough to say that on Watch What Happens Live. So Katie says that he goes, uh, like August. And Sandoval's like, what? What are you talking about, August? What? So that wasn't what Sandoval potentially wanted Schwartz to say in terms of the timeline. And Lala, this is like a great basketball player or something. I don't really know sports that well, but I'm just going to use basketball. It's like you throw a ball to somebody or, you know, like, you know, you throw a ball and the person, <laughs> I don't even play. I'm like, you throw a ball, the guy that you want, that's, he's not open. So you have to go at the last minute. And that guy's like, I'm over here. I'm over here. So this is said and Lala immediately picks up on it. And goes, um, oh shit, oh snap, you didn't, uh, you guys didn't get, to get together on your timeline, did you? Let me listen to that one more time. It's so good. Dude. Late August, told Late me that. August? Yeah. August? Oh, what? No. Did you what? not put your timelines together right. to match? Oh no, did you not put your timelines together to match? I mean, it really is. If you're going to have this kind of big lie and there's like TV and all of that stuff, it really is one of those things. Like the, and you know, Google Calendar is a great way to organize. I've used a lot of organizational apps and it's re it is hard to in Sandoval and Schwartz's defense, but it's one of those big things of like, we should at least on the big things, you know, the little things we can fill in, but those big ones of like, when did you know? Let's be really solid. Also, is anybody else worried about Tom Sandoval's hair? It's not even about the mustache at this point, which by the way, it, I, it's creepy, but I am missing the mustache. It's almost even creepier without the mustache now. I, I you know, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, how cold are you? It's he, it, the hair though, it's this weird, like it's, it's becoming this weird bouffant. It, it's, it almost starting to feel like a hair piece. Like there's a, like an Elvis Liberace thing happening here. If you just see it and if like the hairline, I guess is strong, but it's, I almost, and I know I'll never get this opportunity, but I kind of want to like, it looks like it goes like, like it starts there and it combs it way back. And I, I want to comb it way forward and see how far it goes down. Like, do you think that goes past his chin? Like, I'm just looking at the image right here. It looks, I, I know I'm getting caught up in a detail here, but it's one of those things that I hope that they talk about at the reunion. Like Tom, uh, listen, uh, Annie from Detroit asks, how far does your hair go down? Does it go past the chin? But anyways, Tom looks very flustered and a little angry in this moment. I have been super selfish. Selfish does not cover it. So yes, I have been super selfish. And we see a shot of Katie rolling her eyes. Katie is one of the great eye rollers of reality television. I think we've seen that over 10 years. Certain seasons, you don't like her eye rolling. Certain seasons, you like it. I like it right now. So once again, we see Raquel like, I have been super selfish. Like, what is the selfish part? Like selfish in the sense of like, I was just thinking about getting my rocks off. I just wanted Tom to hit it from the front and hit it from the back. I'm selfish. And by the way, I will say, Raquel, and I'm not trying to be mean, I'm homely myself. Raquel looks very homely usually without the makeup and stuff like that, but she looks really good. I'm trying to give her a compliment. She gets very good. We know we saw with that TMZ, vid TMZ video, she got her nails did. Remember Josh's video from TMZ? Like, okay, okay. Oh, uh, Raquel. <laughs> hey, Raquel. Um, Hey, what's that deal where you were cheating with Tom? What do you, what, uh, hey, oh, what do you think that's all about? Okay, okay. 
Anyway, she looks good here. And Ariana immediately says, selfish doesn't even begin to cover it. I'm just hoping Raquel doesn't seem like she has a huge grasp of the English language. So I'm hoping she meant a, a much bigger word than selfish. Cause selfish is like, I took, I took, I took the last ice cream cone. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I took the last piece of cake. I don't know why I keep using desserts. I think I'm really hungry. Diabolical, demented, subhuman. Poo poo head. <laughs> Ariana goes diabolical, demented. And then she like kind of loses it for like just, a, I mean, the, the briefest of seconds. And then she comes up with subhuman, which is a great, I mean, subhuman. And that leads me to believe maybe Raquel is half cyborg. I know you think that's crazy, but have you seen the stuff going on with artificial intelligence right now? I know this sounds crazy, but if you watch movies, there's a good chance that Raquel is AI. Okay. She's learning from herself. And there seems a coldness, an almost robotic-like thing. And we've got to put a stop to this artificial intelligence. I'm just going to say it right now. Anyways, she says all of these subhuman. And then DJ James Kennedy, you know, they give a quick shot to him. He looks so intense. He's like, and I'm like, what the, what is that? This guy's going to fucking nail this girl to a wall. And he goes, poo-poo head. Yes. Poo-poo head. Poo. Both of you, poo-poo heads. And he goes, poo-poo head. And then he goes, yes, both of you, poo-poo heads, both, both, two poo-poo heads. And we see a shot of, <laughs> we see a shot of Sandoval, Schwartz, and Raquel. The terror trio right there, the, 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 just the, <laughs> just the hot tub and treat threesome that they are. We see a shot of them and it's just like monkey see, monkey do. It is, it is a, really a very, I mean, this is a good, this would be a great like still photo to frame for my house one day. If I ever get a house, it would be amazing. But okay, poo-poo head. I did not see that. But then I was like, it's almost anti-genius. It's almost genius because it's so not genius. Because Ariano's nailing them. And then, you know, you think James Kennedy is going to like, yes, and, and makes it even more intense. And he goes, poo-poo head. It's almost like he's like, pull my finger, Andy, now. Pull it now. You too, Sandoval, poo-poo. But he says poo-poo had a very childish thing, but it works. It's weirdly genius. And there's both of you poo-poo heads. This, so you got Sandoval in this shot, this reaction shot, looking completely guilty and beaten. You look Schwartz completely guilty, guilty and beaten. And by the way, you know Schwartz smells just like he smelled in this past week's episode. You know he was just rubbing lemon wedges all over his oily body. You know this guy doesn't shower. You know it. And then you have Raquel, once again, not knowing completely where she's at. Like, I have no idea what... If Raquel really wanted to piss people off, she would wear that lightning bolt necklace. Now, I do want to say something, too, is that we initially... Ariana, one of Ariana's requests was that... Sandoval and Raquel not be seated next to each other. And I was told that that day that they were having them seated next to each other, even though Ariana requested they didn't. Now, I think there was a compromise here with that. They ended up putting Schwartz in between. And that's actually a really good metaphor for their entire relationship of these three knuckleheads and all the damage they, and this whole time they say they just wanted to open a bar. It's like, no, they wanted to blow up all of their lives. James, I'm going to get sent for a timeout. 
Okay, so Andy was not having the poo-poo head because Andy has two children of his own. And I sure like they're probably already past the stage of saying poo-poo head. But and by the way, you know, Ben, Andy's son, probably love would love DJ James Kennedy. He's like, yeah, yeah, poo-poo heads. But Andy's looking down. He's like, James, James. And James like, what am I going to put in a time out? And you see something you've never really seen before this year. Katie Maloney giggling at DJ James Kennedy for once. And you see Ariana giggling at a moment of levity, right? <laughs> this person that has loved you and defended you. Oh my God. I forgot Lisa Vanderpump was even on this show. Like I literally was like, who is that? But Lisa goes, this person that loves you is on this show. Be honest. I'm being honest. You backstabbing hoe. Give my face again. I'll you backstabbing hoe. I'm DJ James Kennedy, top man, and you're a backstabbing hoe. I think he he was saying that to Raquel, but there's a chance he was saying it to Sandoval too, because I think he kind of had he has a deep love and admiration or dad for Sandoval, so he could say that Sandoval's a backstabbing hoe as well. It works interchangeably. I also think you could call Schwartz a uh, a, a, a back a backstabbing hoe as well. And Sandoval, you can tell he starts to like step up. Like he's like, ooh, starts to be all tough, like you know, all mustachioed. Stabbing hoe. Get in my face again, I'll f you up, motherfucker. Get in my face again, I'll fuck you up, motherfucker. Like Sandball's like, I'll get in my face. And that's all DJ James Kennedy needs to hear. He, like, literally, this is like his last song at Imagine Festival. He immediately gets up. I'm shocked he didn't take off his shirt. He's like, uh I'll f you up so quickly, Thomas. You're a worm with a mustache. Oh, I will fuck you up so quickly, Tom. You're a worm with a mustache. Now that, just building on the poo-poo head. Poo-poo head, amazing, right? Something very different than James, not really smart, but that. But then, worm with a mustache? Like, just these, he's literally thinking in t-shirts. He's thinking visuals. I mean, everybody is now making a worm with a mustache memes. I mean, truly amazing. And you know what? I never thought of Tom as a worm with a mustache, but that's all I can see now. And sadly, now he's just a worm after he shaved his mustache. And you see Tom's hair is also getting tired because it's now just flopping everywhere. You see the little pieces, everybody standing up, Lisa Vanderpump standing up. And I'm, I'm assuming Ken, you know, because like, hey, uh, did you know Raquel stayed at Tom's and Zavos? And oh, where am I? Oh. Um, so it's just really intense. This is supposedly Andy got involved as well. Now, here's the thing violence, never the option, right? But I mean, there is a part of me that like James talks tough. Like, does James have James have any fighting skills? Sandoval kind of strikes me as one of those guys that like dabbled in Taekwondo when he was in junior high and he was pretty adept at it. He was probably one of those guys of like, dude, I can totally like he was like younger, so he's like, dude, I can totally I can bust these like wood chops with my thing. Like I, I could see him being really like potentially into some sort of martial arts at some point. But I almost want to think DJ James Kennedy has kind of the anger strength that could just be like, and he's so like tiny in life, but he, at the same time, he's got muscles. And now Sandoval, I don't think is eating much lately and stuff. So he's probably tired. He's weak. And just, I mean, he's older. Like that's, listen, I'm old too. I, I don't think I could last enough. My knees are so bad, but who do you think? Like, we'll never really know. Right. Bravo. Actually, this is a great idea. We should do cage matches between reality stars just to see wouldn't you want to know who could take who? 
my cards. I need a break. Oh, dude. Yeah. Andy's cards got all messed up. And I'm sure those are like, you know, those are in order. So yeah, would it be great if Andy's completely like, he just starts asking questions from the first part of the reunion. And he's like, damn it. Oh, the cards, man. Oh, I love it that it's not the threat of physical violence against each other. He's like, okay, now you did it. These are my cards. And then we cut to outside Tom Sandoval's in his, you know, I'm a rebel outfit. He's like black. He's got his diet slice. He's got his black trench coat, very matrix, black glasses. And then you see Raquel now in her third outfit of the day, I want to point out, because the sweater number in the trailer was different. Now she's almost in this kind of like sandy grease little black number of like, tell me about it, stud but potentially mentally challenged. And she has her vape and you can tell she's like blowing up vape smoke. I can only see this because I'm freeze framed. And Tom, you know, Tom's a big cigarette smoker. Uh, if you guys don't know, he is, um, he just is. I've seen it multiple times. And uh, he's not a vapor. He's an actual old school cigarette smoker. You know what? It's like the youth are more into vaping. I will say that, but uh, a, a producer or a production guys like, you know, like, Tom, you need a film. He's like, dude, I told you, dude, I need a break, man. And this is the footage that we saw from the paparazzi people that got released to the Daily Mail and stuff the day of the reunion. From filming. Stop filming me. I don't want a camera in my goddamn face. Dude, I don't want a camera in my goddamn face. But I do want to point out, when you were on Howie Mandel's podcast recently, you said that it was very unfair that Ariana threatened to not film. You said it's, you know, he... he that she owed it to like the audience and to him and Tom. I mean, this is, you owe it to the audience and us and listen, you're, you're, you're selling out some of your Tom Sandoval on the most extra show. Yes. 75% of the people are there to laugh at you, but the 25% that are there to enjoy you. They're having one of the night, the best nights of their week, you know, or their day. Uh, so Tom's like, dude, I don't want the camera in my face, dude. And they do this weird shot because this shot's outside the trailer, but then they also suddenly they have a camera in the trailer and taking this, taking it, taking video footage from inside the trailer outside to this fight. And I was like, did one of the camera guys go run in and hide all of a sudden? What did he get scared? Which it was scary if that's true. Tom, you are in love. Oh my god, Andy was so and he was so he took so many pauses that I almost thought he was like, Tom, you are not the father. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my God, is this Maury Povich all of a sudden? Tom's like, yes, all right, freedom. Um, Tom, he goes, Tom, you are in love. And there's a shot of Tom, and there's a shot of Ariana, like, oh, but not like. I feel at this point, this might have been taken later in the day because Ariana looks completely comfortable so much so that she literally looks like she's potentially laughing uh, internally about how bad Tom is doing. I've always said that. And Ariana and Tom have said this together. Ariana was a good mouthpiece for Tom because Ariana always said in a loving way, she said this on my show, she's like, sometimes Tom, he's so passionate and he gets so worked up that he doesn't really, his mind works faster than his mouth and he doesn't really properly know how to speak. So Ariana, he would ask Ariana, like even on Watch What Happens Live, to like kind of step in and kind of, you know, she would know what he was trying to say. And my worry was that once you get to the reunion, Ariana's not going to be there for him anymore. And you, you sure as hell know Raquel's not going to be like, what Tom means is. Like, there's no way that's happening. So this is the first time in a long time that Sandoval is truly walking without a net. 
on a, on a tightrope, you know? Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending the fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I gotta tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Come on, it's... Okay, so there was just a big pause. There was a shot of Raquel because, Tom, we don't hear the answer to that. And then uh, we cut to a shot of Lala, DJ James Kennedy, and Katie. It's a very simple question. Are you in love or are you not? Oh. How did this go from... Oh, my God, you guys. What? uh, That was truly... I mean, did you think that was as magical as I did? That was, and by the way, the reunion, it doesn't even air this Wednesday. It airs the Wednesday after, okay? And then you're going to have three reunions and a Secrets Revealed episode. Now, remember what we didn't see. We, we, we saw a lot, but we didn't see a lot. And that's where it's exciting. Now, what I heard a lot is that every time, like I said earlier, they try to get to a different topic or a different person. It just always came back to them and they eventually called it. So I believe we're going to get three scandal heavy segments like we're not going to sit there and ask about imagine festival and how it went you know like it's not you're not going to get and it sucks because i feel like schwartz especially has a lot of questions um 
that deserve to be asked of him in regards to his relationship with Joe, his roommate, in regards to how he treated Katie for all of these seasons. I mean, there are a lot of things because this really legitimately would have been one of the biggest storylines this season if Scandal hadn't have happened. Um, and that kind of gets taken away a lot of this stuff we're not going to see. So it'll be interesting to see what we do get to see, but it's going to be heavy scandal, you guys. And I don't think anybody's going to mind that, but there were other things there. Like we don't get, we'll probably not get any Randall Emmett. We'll probably get Andy of like, so where are you in terms of like wanting to have another baby? How is the dawn? We'll probably get like little small questions like that. I just hope we get a little bit more time with Katie. I think she deserves it this season just to kind of put a button on her storyline for this season. Um, what we don't see, though, any footage of is that, remember, Andy did solo interviews with Tom Sandoval, Raquel, and Ariana. So he has three separate interviews, one-on-ones, between each one of those people. I don't know how long those were for. I'm assuming less than 30 minutes each. So I imagine they either fold those in to uh, one of those episodes or maybe intersperse them throughout maybe you do ariana one tom one raquel one or there's the secrets revealed episode which at this point what other fucking secrets do you guys have i mean it would be great if they do like schwartz actually is a serial killer it's like that's like the biggest secret of like uh you know it just didn't make the cut but it turns out schwartz actually is um you know is a serial killer he's injured multiple people like what else do you have like who cares if somebody didn't pay their parking tickets at this point like you know short's got a boot on his car who cares but supposedly there's going to be more secrets revealed but that could also be just uh, the actual episode dedicated to those solo interviews i also have the idea which i would still love if andy does interviews again with them now solo because so much has happened since they have filmed this reunion Okay, you guys, that is it for this trailer recap. Are you as excited as I am? This is exciting. This is what this is what we watch. This is why we watch two not as good seasons to work our way up to this. It makes us believe in reality television again. And I think why we really still are so into this is because deep down, we sense that this is real. And we want to see some kind of conclusion. We want to have those questions answered. Are you in love with Raquel? That is the one thing that they are still not letting out. That is the one thing that San. Remember, Sandoval said, you know, Raquel's in a, you know, the TMZ interview. Like Josh, like, oh, okay, okay, where's Raquel? He's like, dude, I've told you, dude, she's in a mental health facility. You can't have phones, you can't have, you know, you can't have visitors. And Sandoval was like really up in his face, and that's why we still don't know that answer. I think that's what everybody wants to know. And by the time this reunion, like this is reunion was filmed so long ago, who knows if they're still together. There's so much that's happened since then. I don't know you guys, um, but that's it for this. If you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel. We have so many great things. We've had so many good interviews on this week. I know the recaps are so popular and these are really popular. And I'm so thankful for that. But remember, we have so many Bravo celebrities on here. We had the three of the cast members from Summer House Martha's Vineyard that I loved. It was so amazing. I had my buddy on here talking about the Writers Guild strike, one of the producers of the, the TV show American Dad. But there are so we had Countess Luann on here a long time. We have we have so many good interviews on here. If that's your thing, check those out as well. Um, and remember, if you're listening to this in podcast form, just hang on. You're not going to even feel it at all. We're going to do all of the rest of the Vanderpump news of the week. This is now we're going to do all the VPR news for the week. Uh, it is like one in the morning. I have been working all day on Vanderpump rules and that sounds insane. And it, it truly, it truly is. 
this is that point of the night where I'm like, what, what did you choose? Like, how did your life get this so far off track that this is truly your passion? But it is try not to complain, but I just want to crawl in bed and watch an episode of the other two and not think about Vanderpump rules at all, but we're so close. And, but what sucks is tonight's Thursday night or it's Friday morning. Now I got like three interviews tomorrow and then it just never ends. Okay. But I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Okay. So we left off. Let's start with Vanderpump news in terms of the reunion, which we just talked about now. Peacock, which is affiliated with Bravo, NBC Universal, Peacock is the streaming service. Peacock announced that it will exclusively air extended versions of all three reunion episodes starting Thursday, May 25th with part one. So following the reunions, Bravo will air a Secrets Revealed episode, which I talked about on the recap. Like what the, what other secrets are we going to reveal? Can we chill out on secrets? Please, God, let there be no more secrets this season. But that's going to air on June 14th. Oh, my God. We're going into June 14th. And Peacock will air a supersized version of Secrets Revealed on Thursday, 6-15, the next day. Oh, my God. There's going to be a supersized Secrets Revealed? Like, so, like so I'm, I'm assuming the, the Secret Revealed is going to be Schwartz doesn't wipe properly. <laughs> so that's... Listen... I'm loving the supersized, but like this week's episode was an hour and 15 minutes. I, I, I'm just wondering, uh, I guess there's so much footage. We want to see it, right? Of course we want to see it. So we will welcome all of that. So this is a great way to sell Peacock is that we're going to, they're going to have even more footage over on Peacock. Uh, listen, at this point, they could just do like a live TV camera in the Sir way. And I would probably pay to watch that. They're like, oh my God, look at all those rats out there. Holy crap, look at all those propane tanks. That's amazing. Oh, there's Doty. There's Kristen Doty. <laughs> so um, that is going to be airing on Peacock as well as Bravo. Um, so that we kind of heard that, but it was great to finally actually get that solidified. Now, here are the descriptions of the finale plus the reunion episodes. This is what Bravo gives out to like publicists, cable companies, and all of that stuff. So this is the the finale, the season finale trailer is called Hashtag Scandaval. I hate when things are named hashtag because it just reminds us of what a social media culture that we're in. But it's really smart, too, because so much of this story was involving social media. I mean, listen, all of the detective work of all of the social media detectives out there, I mean, that's part of it. But this just spread like wildfire because of social media. Listen, I make 30 memes about it every day. That pins and batteries line, like, dude, Ariana, you don't even stop. Dude, I buy all the pins and batteries, dude. And the paper towel. Ariana never stocked pins and batteries. Okay, so hashtag Scandable airs this next Wednesday, May 17th at 9 to 10.15 p.m. And it says, cameras pick back up after Ariana discovers that her boyfriend of nine years, I'm guessing that's Tom. Okay, yeah. Um, is having an affair with one of her best friends. I'm guessing that's Raquel. Uh, Schwartz panics. <laughs> of course he does. What a dude, this Schwartz, man. Like, I, uh, Schwartz panics when the scandal threatens to upend their business. Katie accuses him of being complicit in hiding the truth. Raquel files for a restraining order against Sheena after an alleged altercation. Finally, Sandoval comes clean with another shocking secret that he's a Republican. <laughs> 
No, I don't know what that shocking secret is. In fact, I think we do know. It's that Tom, this isn't the first time he cheated. He's cheated before. In fact, I think he admits to cheating one more time on this episode, but that kind of means 10 more times in terms of reality show Vanderpump Rulesdom. I love that Jax Taylor is sitting somewhere going, (laughs) I was always so much classier when I cheated. (laughs) Nobody could catch me. I mean, sure, that one time with Faith when I was in that room with an older lady. Remember, he cheated on Brittany with Faith, and wasn't he in the same room as like a 96-year-old woman that Faith was caring for? I mean, there's a lot of weird kinks out there, but I just, that's just, it's not one of mine. So that is what that episode is uh, all structured around. Um, I'm going to read the reunion description in one second, but I wanted to point out this one thing that I found very interesting. Um, on this week's episode, the um, the Tom and Toms go into something about her because they're having kind of the testing of the sandwiches. Like this is what's to come for something about her. And Schwartz is like, oh, am I invited? I don't know if Katie's going to want me there. And Sandoval's like, dude, I already want to invite you, dude. And he goes over to Schwartz's place. He he says, dude, look at this new uh, this suit I have with this, this outfit. And Schwartz has an outfit as well, which Schwartz like later on says, Oh man, I I did like I washed it and it's making me smell worse, even though it's the first time I'm wearing it. And now I'm gonna like pour lemon rinds all over, I'm gonna rub it all over my stupid body. Um, but I do want to point out a couple people now online have pointed this out. Schwartz and Sandoval. This is why I want to talk about like social media detectives. Schwartz and Sandoval are wearing these outfits, okay? And there are pictures because they show up together at this something about her party. But allegedly, and we see this through pictured evidence, that these numbnuts were potentially on a double date with Ragal Levis and Joe, Schwartz's female roommate slash girlfriend at the time who never agreed to film. So we saw a brief glimpse of her. She's a hairdresser. Uh, and, uh, she had her own place, I think in San Diego, but then would come and stay at Schwartz's place for a long time. I I hope we get questions about her at the reunion, but I doubt it. Schwartz seems like he's going to luck out because of Scandaball. But anyways, there's pictures, all of them at, at Kyle Chan's place, the jewelry designer where Sandoval makes all of his friendship bracelets now, who's also provided like rings and jewelry, probably heavily discounted for so many of the cast. Well, anyways, they were on a double date at Kyle Chan's place, and there's tons of pictures of them. Remember, Raquel didn't go to the something about her part because she said she didn't want to upset Katie. But now it actually is coming more clear. Maybe not even that at all. She just wanted to have a little double date fling with Joe, Schwartz, Sandoval, and Raquel. And this is why also it's another nail in the coffin for Schwartz being a big, fat, phony liar. You fat fucking liar, Schwartz. Because they were kind of on a double day. They all knew what was going on, the four of those numbnuts. I'm so sorry I keep saying numbnuts, but they're truly numbnuts. So they all four knew. They went to that, and then these guys show up to Schwartz, uh, shows, shows up to something about her, and Schwartz, and they, they're coming in with flowers. Like, do you know how diabolical that is? How sick that is? Because it's really showing that, like, these they don't consider Ariana or Katie people anymore. This is just a show they do. And they're looking to not uh, to not get caught, you know. And I think I, I really, really find this so so disgusting. Uh, there's photographic 
evidence of this everywhere, but it's like, guys, you're so dumb that you think you can cheat on a reality show in the year of our Lord, 2023. That's the year, right? When everybody's going to compare pictures of where you are at all times. And especially when you're in these like kind of weird Joker looking outfits that Tom gets from his downtown, like clothing dealer, like these fell off the back of a truck and he dresses Schwartz too. I mean, God, you should have been more obvious and got the Tom Tom mobile out with little motorcycle and sidecar. I just, it just keeps getting more disgusting and more disgusting. So I wanted to to bring that up immediately and you'll probably see the pictures online tomorrow. Uh, Okay. So that is the description for the finale. Now the reunion part one airs Wednesday, May 24th. And it says in the explosive and larger than life first part of the reunion, Andy Cohen sits down for an intimate one-on-one interviews with Ari. Intimate one-on-one interviews with Ariana, Tom, and Raquel. Okay, so we start with those one-on-one, um, those one-on-one interviews that I was talking about earlier. Okay, we start with those. To the bottom of the cheating scandal that shocked the world. James nearly comes to blow with Sandoval over the affair. Katie and Schwartz rehash the implosion of their divorce. Lala defends herself when the group calls attention to her stance on cheating. Oh, that'll be interesting. Lisa is left speechless. I can't. I'm speechless. Lisa's left speechless when Ariana reveals her stance on her relationships in the group. Raquel watches the reunion from afar due to a restraining order against Sheena. Oh my God, please tell me we get a shot of Raquel Levis looking out of a window. Like, when is it going to be my turn? Because remember the TRO. So they had to be filming at separate times. Okay, so that's part one. That looks, that sounds jam packed. Reunion part two. The season 10 reunion continues as Andy Cohen presses Sheena for details of the altercation that led to Raquel's restraining order. James' girlfriend, Allie, takes the stage to discuss astrology. No, <laughs> to discuss James' temper and the future of their relationship, which is kind of going to be interesting because I think James loses his temper multiple times about Sandoval and uh, Raquel Rachel. So that will be interesting. The group debates the origins of the infamous open relationship rumor, that rumor with Ariana and Tom. Sheena gives up her spot for Raquel, who must face the group for the first time since news of the affair becomes public. So if I know reality shows, and I think at this point I do. What they're going to do is the last three minutes of the reunion, you'll have Sheena leave and there'll be like intense music of like, dung, dung, dung. And you'll see like Raquel, like, are you ready, Raquel? Okay. Okay. We've got Sheena off the stage. We got Sheena. Okay. In three, two, one, go, go, go. And we'll see her sit down and it'll be like, and next week the reunion concludes. That is my prediction, but that seems really intense. And I wonder if like, Oh man, I wonder. Okay. Anyways. And then reunion part three airs Wednesday, June 7th. It's a supersized episode. The reunion comes to an electrifying close as Raquel faces her former friends. Remember when she called her her, their forever friends last week? LOL. The group revisits the disastrous girls trip to Las Vegas and Lake Havasu. They discuss Tom Schwartz's alleged role in covering up the, uh, the affair. Ariana breaks down while discussing the betrayal from her ex-boyfriend and ex-best friend. Andy questions Sandoval and Raquel about the status of their relationship and pushes them to reveal if they're in love. Because that's the million-dollar question, baby. And we're going to see scenes of them being potentially, we might see a kiss on the season finale next week. And then the Secrets Revealed episode airing Wednesday, June 14th, it says, in one of the most shocking secrets... Oh, no, God. And one of the most shocking secrets revealed episodes in Vanderpump Rules history. 
why is it more shit? Like, oh no, what a fans will get it's revealed that Lisa Vanderpump is cheating with Nicolaine. Fans will get a deeper glimpse into the fallout of the group post hashtag scandal. Never before seen moments from the summer will shed a new light on glaring secrets that have since been revealed. Plus, fans will see bonus footage from months before season 10 began as Tom and Katie face the reality of the divorce while still living together. Okay. That's amazing. Okay, so that's cool. We're going to actually see footage because I was always, I, I said this during the recaps is that, you know, when they picked up season 10, Katie and Schwartz were no longer. So now we're going to see footage of that time potentially, which I really do find fascinating because there is real pain there. And I know that sounds crazy to go, oh boy, that's entertainment. But hey, that's when reality shows really take off is when you see that pain. Um, also, I wanted to point out that I just thought about this. I'm still thinking about the outfits they wore on this episode, Tom and Tom, the, the two, the double trouble doofuses. Um, is that remember he walks in and Sandoval, he goes, uh, oh, did you get a little stain on your shirt? What is that? And Sandoval's like, oh, it's coffee, I think. And then Schwartz goes, uh, is it self tanner? And it was kind of a joke. But now that I'm thinking about it, don't you think that's probably Raquel's like makeup on his shirt or something like that? This guy, I mean, this guy was heavy into it as well. And Ariana was probably away setting up for the something about her stuff. So he was like free to be a freak. And it's like these doofuses could have been working on their Schwartz and Sandys, which they kept complaining about not being able to open. And it was like, you guys have all these extracurricular cheating activities that kept that place closed. Okay. So those are the show descriptions for the next four weeks of our lives. Oh my God, you got, we still have five weeks to go. So we have the finale and then we have the three reunions. I, we have, I want it to be over, please release us, release me from this pain. Okay. So that was that. I thought that was fascinating. Also, listen, I was going through some DMs. I'm so sorry if I've not gotten to yours. I really, it's just, yeah. Anyway, Samantha Marie Patterson wrote me this past week and she wrote this DM. She wrote, she said, I keep up with all the new episodes of your podcast, but went all the way back and listening from the beginning as well. Do you know your mom, my mom, Becky Bailey, was actually the first whistleblower on Tom Sandoval? LMAO, she did not like him and thinks he, quote, looks old behind the eyes. <laughs> She says, I'm dying. Love your mom and seriously praying for every day. Thanks for making me laugh all day at work. Uh, Samantha, thank you so much for this message. And I, I will let my mom know you sent this as well. She is sleeping because she's a normal person. Um, and uh, my mom, I will say, you know, if you followed up with this, my mom is dealing with a very, uh, you know, a fatal illness. We, you know, like, so she's in, in uh, but I, I will say this week, she has just been so great and on top of it. And uh, we, we've had so many laughs and she's been such a, a good mood. So I just wanted everybody wants a little update. So I'll give that. And I think maybe her and my dad will come for a quick, you know, Vanderpump thing on Monday's episode. But um, my mom did say that way back in the day when I had initially made her watch a Vanderpump rules like three years ago. Um, I think it was when she was visiting LA 
And she said that Tom looks old behind the eyes, which, you know, Tom Sandoval was like, dude, that I'm dude. Uh, I'm getting old, dude. I've got to grow a mustache, get a band. But my mom did say that. I remember my mom always loved Schwartz because I think that same trip I took my mom to Tom, Tom, and we have this, I should post it on mother's day. This, by the way, Sunday, don't forget it's mother's day. You guys, um, my mom took a picture with Schwartz at Tom Tom, and he was fucking hammered, but he was still nice enough to take a picture. And it's so, so funny. And I took my mom to Tom Tom and Sir. And my mom liked Sir more than Tom Tom. And I was like, that's not right. My mom wasn't right in the head at the time. Uh, but it was wild. I was looking at pictures from that trip, and my mom looked so different in three years. Just like it's just that's why fucking illnesses and cancer. I just like it's a they go fuck them. Cancer can go fuck itself. Like honestly. Like, how dare you cancer? Anyways, Samantha, thank you for sending that. It was nice to uh, be reminded of that. Uh, I forgot. I mean, this we've done this for so long now. Okay. Also, I want to talk about Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. They are out on tour right now. Uh, they started off their tour last week um, someplace in New York, and then they moved into the city, and uh, they had a good crowd. But I will say, so I got a, a lot of DMs about that. Somebody wrote me said that over like half the people in there were wearing Team Ariana shirts. And I still to this day, I don't know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments. But I, I'm still finding it hard to believe that people want to go pay to make fun of him or something like do, you know, be, you know, be mature, start a podcast and do it that way, you know, but it is funny. Cause you see all these videos and I'm not talking about his band. I like his band and stuff, but it's just, it, it's lost all its luster. Like he gets that, you know, he tries to like strip down his shirt and he's, he, you know, it's very hard for him to um, keep in tune, but he's out there. It, it just shows I, to me, I used to think this was admirable, but now I just realize it is so egotistical. Like he almost doesn't really care that people are make, making fun of him. I think he still gets off on this. Uh, I do want to talk a couple of things that kind of disturbed me though, in regards to this is like I said, first off that, you know, he's like selling out shows now, but the majority of the people there are to make fun of. But I did see a couple of TikTok videos that really disturbed me. There was this one young girl and she was like, Oh my God, you know what? I wound up at a Tom Sandoval show and I did not think it was going to be good. And I was not looking forward to it, but I turned, I, I ended up a fan after that night and I was like, okay, wow. She really liked the music, but it wasn't that it was, she was like, we knew somebody that got us backstage and Tom Sandoval couldn't have been nicer. He was so open. So he shared so much with us. And I got to tell you folks, you know what? I don't think we know everything. He was telling me a lot of stuff that I don't think we all know. And he was just so open and so, and I got to say, I'm a fan now. First off, I want to point out that's nothing to do with his music. But secondly, I do want to point out something that I know we can't diagnose people, but we, we can you know, speculate that he is extremely narcissistic. And if you look at narcissistic traits, I believe I'm going to have the therapist that was on uh, like a couple, like a month and a half ago or two months ago to talk about this is that they will draw you in. They will be so personable. They will actually start sharing things that they shouldn't to kind of ingratiate and endear them to you. So like you feel like, wow, nobody's ever been this open and amazing to me before. So it's completely charming. Listen, 
I was completely charmed by Tom Sandoval. I thought, I mean, truly amazing. But this guy is, this is, this is who Tom wants to be. He wants to be that guy that's out there with the fans and like being, you know, this is him being able to control his narrative. So I find it very interesting. And I'm curious as these shows go on, I know my friend Lucy was going to one tonight or, you know, she'll let me know. I'll try to get her on the podcast to talk about, but she was still going. I mean, she bought the tickets pre scandal, but she was like, God, I was like, yeah, I guess you got to go. I don't think I could do it in, in the same way that I don't think I could see Erica Jane do her house of blues bar and grill show in Vegas. Because I was like, I don't, I, it would be too hard for me to divorce myself from like what I think she's a part of. Um, and by the way, don't come at me. You can have your own opinions on Erica Jane. We can disagree. It's fine. But that's just me. But the thing was like everybody going there and like week after week, he says these horrible things. You realize how deep and dark this secret was. Like even tonight, you realize he was going on a date when his girl was o- opening something about her. He stayed at a Labor Day party when, uh, when Ariana's grandma died. You know, like these are really horrible things. So what? I don't understand what we're doing. Are we showing? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't have the answer. I wish I did, but uh, it's weird. Cause you watch some of these videos and you, you, you cringe your butt, your butt clinches up. You're like, Oh my God. And then some of them though, I was seeing it. He was like dancing with these really young girls. And I do, I mean, just a word of warning. It's like that, those things, it's like, no matter what in this country, celebrity will always trump everything else. It doesn't matter what you did. Are you on TV? Wow. You know, from my small town, I've never met anybody on TV. There is still that allure, that attraction that these people can basically still do whatever they want. And that's what I said. If you or anyone you have known have slept with Tom Sandoval during this tour, please email me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Because the other thing I was thinking about too is that we were talking about earlier in this week, Schwartz's mom. He changes the lyrics to the Fountains of Wayne song. Stacy's mom has got it going on to Schwartz's mom um, as a big old funny weird owl joke. Great. But everybody's kind of thinking like, oh my God, is he saying to Schwartz, Raquel is not for me or Raquel is hot for me? Either way, it's just joke lyrics. I don't think there's any secret message. But if he's really saying Raquel is not for me and he's it's a sign that he no longer wants to be with Raquel, I do want to think once again, what an egomaniac narcissist that he would potentially convince Raquel and Raquel Raquel played a huge part in this too, to both blow up their lives. And then once he realized how bad it backfired and how bad the test marketing, the test market research for this relationship went, he was like, peace, dude, got to go on the road, dude. And just like cut her loose because then I don't feel sympathy for her. But I would imagine she would even feel more lost than before because they were kindred spirits. They were team lightning bolt. And so if Tom does cut her loose, I would find that interesting. But I would also find it very hard to imagine then how Raquel would be on season 11 at all. So say Sandoval no longer is with Raquel. Work through this with me. Why would Raquel, what would she even do on the show? She would then have no friend. Like Schwartz would like maybe say hi to her, but Schwartz is going to get his ass kicked so much for lying so badly about how long he knew about this. So you're already having all of these people that won't film with each other. If Sandoval no longer is with Raquel, what would we, what 
in what world, where would we see, where would Raquel be placed at all? Like, is she going to go shopping with Charlie Burnett more? Does she get her shifts back at Sir? What happens? I think if they're together, she's back on the show. If I think he cuts her loose or she cuts him loose, done. And truly, I think Raquel, out of all of them, I think Sandoval is a lost cause in a lot of ways. I think she truly does need mental help. You know, the more I watch of her, the more I'm like, there is some serious, serious issues. And I'm truly curious. And I hope, I hope that she really is where she says she is and her people says she is because she needs a lot of help. And I think, like I say every week, she should not be on reality television. She should not be unless she just leans in fully and goes, I'm full villain. But even how she speaks, it's not entertaining. So it doesn't work in any kind of way. And I don't think she can redeem herself in like less than one season. I can never see DJ. I mean, DJ James Kennedy, we're finally liking him again. I mean, finally, we're potentially going to get Jackson Brittany back on for season 11. How many years have we spent hating him? It's wild. I'll never say never. You never know. But my God, it's it's just it's really weird to think about because they're going to start shooting soon. And I have no clue. I mean, you see these pictures of Tom now. He's like, a, like really skinny. He's shaved off his mustache. It looks super weird. And you could say depression. You could say, what? I don't, I don't really know, but I don't think the best thing for him is either to be on the road. He should be in like intense, intense therapy. That's how unseriously he's taking this is that there is something majorly wrong with this dude, but he's been on this show for so long that he thinks it's okay. There's something almost cute and naive about a man cheating in his twenties, as opposed to a man cheating in his forties, which, you know, is what it is, but okay. So I wanted to, to, to walk through that with you as well, but I'm sure a lot of you are going out to see the, the, the Sandoval show. And I'm sure you'll still go to Schwartz and Sandy's because I like, I think people like to be around mess. They do. It's, and it's TV mess. This is one of the biggest reality shows that we've had in a bunch of years. So of course they're going to want to be that. It's just like when Dorit had uh, Dorit's room at Buca de Beppo, I was like, uh, I hate that the pandemic is happening right now because I want to go have a magical night at Dorit's room. And when I finally got to go with my friend, I was like, oh my God, this is magical. I wanted to be around that. And that was fucking Dorit's room, a bunch of plastic lemons and just like party city leaves. It was crazy. <laughs> um, oh my God. I, this is just, just wild. Okay. What else do we have here? Okay. Also, like I had already told you, that next week, Ariana is going to be on Watch What Happens Live as a solo guest. She Usually they don't have solo guests, but actually the next night Chrissy Teigen is on and she's a solo guest as well. I don't really care about every, I don't know, Chrissy will give us her opinions on Vanderpump Rules. Everybody wants a little bit of the Vanderpump action right now. So Ariana is going to be one-on-one with Andy. And then after that, she is going to uh, be on Hoda and Jenna, Jenna Bush live after the season finale. So she'll be on that, which I believe is NBC's morning show, which so you'll start seeing a press blitz for Ariana. But Ariana did it the right way. She didn't go on Howie Mandel and spill everything. She didn't do that. She waited. And I think this was extremely smart, played ball with Bravo, and they are going to get the first interview. The question is, when do we get Tom Sandoval on Watch What Happens Live? We'll get him at some point during the reunion episodes, from what I understand. Oh, also, I talked about this in the first episode, but I got to go live with Bravo TV with uh, uh, Donald, um, Prima Donald, that's his Instagram account, uh, and uh, Jenny, 
um, who uh, work on Bravo publicity and they're just, they're awesome. In fact, I don't think Jenny would remember this, but I stopped her at BravoCon last year to say, I really like your work because I do. I geek out about all things Bravo, but also just to be around that stuff all the time. But anyways, they invited me and Kiki Monique at the Talk of Shame to go on and we got to do our uh, reactions to the trailer and DJ James Kennedy joined us. There's a picture on my Instagram. I'm extremely proud of that, but I was so happy to be asked to do that. I knew, um, about that on Wednesday and I had to keep my mouth shut. So I was really excited, but they mentioned that the finale reunion finale, there's going to be a party at sexy, unique restaurant, sir, with all the propane tanks in the back. I'm going to blow. <laughs> no, I'm not going to even say that. Um, they're going to have a party. It's going to be, uh, you know, you actually will be able to purchase tickets to the party. I don't know what that means. I don't know how many, I don't know if it's going to go to charity, but I do know that me and Kiki have been invited to go. So we will be at that sir party. And even if you can't go, do not worry. I will be reporting to you guys. This is your number one source for Bravo news. That's probably not true, but like your number one source for Bravo news that I, that I do, you know, so I'm very excited about that. Okay. Uh, we did the release schedule. We did Hoda and Jenna. Oh, this is great. Dumois, who I was on her podcast today, love, go check that out and leave a good review and say that I'm amazing and all that stuff. Anyways, this Dumois posted this, I think it's Bravo Brady and Dumois verifies this. So I guess it's a verified, I mean, who knows? You never know with these blind items, but this is all about Tom Schwartz. It says, word on the street is Schwartz is in Sydney, Australia, and was spilling the beans. Now, that is potentially true because his reality show, that Life on Mars that Fox is doing, is filming in Australia. That's going to take place as Mars, you know, the, the location for Mars. And it says, Schwartz was at a bar on Tuesday night and shared he knew Rachel, Raquel, and Sandy hooked up on jacuzzi night. Did you know Tom Sandoval at a jacuzzi? But Sandoval told him it was a one-time thing. Schwartz was shocked by the affair, and it was it messed up his relationship with Sandoval. Okay, already I have a couple of bones to pick with this. You know, this is past the August date when Schwartz initially found out. So the jacuzzi night, uh, I don't know, maybe but I don't think Schwartz was shocked. Also, you know, just Schwartz spilling the bean to a random stranger at a bar doesn't really add up. At some point, I would think all of this cast needs to shut their mouths. I mean, listen, you got Lala and Sheena who are amazing. Like they, they have great podcasts, but they're spilling so many things that it's like everybody needs to like figure out what you can say and what you can't say. Cause we're getting new. Like I have tons of information from Lala's podcast this week that people sent me. Uh, anyways, he continues Schwartz and Sandy's is making no money. Now I think, you know, in the, I mean, it does, it's getting people in there, but it's going to take a lot, lot of time to pay off whatever money they owe. Unless they make some changes, I don't see that place lasting for more than two years. Um, Raquel is legit in a mental health facility, and they are concerned about her harming herself. No jokes to be made there, but if she is, I hope she's in a very good mental health facility, and uh, I think that is the right place to be. And then finally, he still misses Katie and wouldn't stop talking about her, but they aren't together. I miss her, man. What's going on? I don't know. It's once again, these dudes sharing everything with strangers. 
it 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 kind of fits with how they seem to be, but you can never like why are we going to trust anything that comes out of Schwartz and Sand Schwartz and Sandoval's mouth for the next couple of years? Why would you ever just assume you're being lied to? They're nice people that, but also Schwartz, we see time and time again, is just so cowardly in so many ways. He resorts to lying than actually having tough conversations with anybody. And then he gets to be all mopey to strangers and like, take care of me, puppy dog. Oh, okay. So that was the blind item. Uh, I thought you guys would like that. Um, all of the reunion pictures, uh, go check that out on Bravo TV. There's some really insane pictures. Um, it looks like bad dinner theater. You have one of like Sandoval intensely looking at Lisa Vanderpump and he looks like he's about to sell you insurance, but he has white fingernail polish on. It's really, really dark. And the Raquel stuff, like I talked about in the trailer, I just, the Raquel, like she processes emotion so differently than you or me. Like I, I'm truly understanding. There's also a great photo of Lala and DJ James Kennedy laughing to each other. They really do get a kick out of each other. And I will say you know, from that season premiere many seasons ago when they were wasted at the standard and uh, remember DJ James Kennedy was like space work masturbating with a cranberry vodka. He's like, ooh, and they were just making fun of like Katie, which was so rude at the time. It was like, Katie, working on your summer body. And it was like so messed up, but they thought they were just wasted and funny and it was them against the world, right? But it was just really mean in retrospect. But to look at how dark that was to see them now. I mean, they still got verbal assassin mouths and I always like, hate. I'm so sorry, you guys. I still don't totally agree with some things that Lala says, um, but Lala is very popular, but Lala to me, you know, there's just, it's, I, I really do want to talk to her though, because I really, but it's, it, it's, it's that kind of influencer mentality that I think sometimes that, will make like actual personal things take a backseat, if that makes sense. You know, it's so wrapped up in the getting those downloads, getting those likes, getting those things that I think sometimes, and I, I notice this with a lot of influencers that like sometimes the actual humanity and things can get lost. Um, but I really like her too. I've said this week in and week out. Okay. Also, I'm going to be on Sarah Galley's podcast, I believe, on Saturday. But Sarah had Howie Mandel's daughter on. Um, and listen, there's a couple notes here from that. Howie Mandel's daughter said her feeling is Tom chose them and wouldn't have done any other interviews. It's not like he was considering any other podcasts. Yeah, duh. Of course. Yeah, he chose them because Jason Bader, his drummer, and somebody that Tom has on salary, he is married to somebody that works for Howie Mandel. So yeah, it was a natural thing. Like, one of her questions she didn't get to ask still doesn't have the answer because by the way, Howie Mandel told her his daughter who had actually prepared questions supposedly that he couldn't, she, she couldn't ask any of these things. Did he know he wanted to break up with Ariana when he took out a second mortgage loan on the house for Schwartz and Sandys? I am so much, I'm really, really curious about the financials now and all of that stuff. Um, but I think when people do these things, they're thinking more about um, themselves and he's thinking about keeping Schwartz and Sandy's going. So I almost think, you know, I think at that point too, he'd probably already cheated a couple times with people. So he was like, okay, I can do this and get the bar going. That's what the, you know, it's like, you know, trying to keep everything going. Um, Howie's daughter wants her dad to go and watch what happens live. She's encouraging it. I don't know, guys. It just, 
I know how he wants to keep getting a little juice out of this. I, but I think Andy, I mean, it'll maybe happen, but to me it was like, eh. so, okay. Not a lot of juice there. Um, and this is Lala's podcast from this week. Um, oh, also I wanted to talk about Katie Maloney was on watch what happens live this week. And she had an interesting theory. She, uh, she was talking about the, the cheating and things like that. And I think she said something to the effect of, Schwartz wanted to make sure Sandoval knew that he did not like Raquel and he did not have designs on Raquel because potentially Sandoval, she was saying something interesting of kind of like Raquel was like saying, Oh, maybe I'll like kiss Schwartz to make Sandoval jealous. So Sandoval would actually step up. And that would fit in with the information that I had heard that Raquel had told Tom at some point in October after they had finished filming, if like, if this is how it's going to be, if this is what I'm going to get for you, you might as well stay with Ariana. So I found that interesting that in that relationship, even the cheating part of that relationship, she was saying, I need more because this ain't cutting it, which is really, really dark and disgusting on Raquel's part. I mean, it's disgusting on everybody's part, but that would be really dark of giving like potential ultimatums in a cheating relationship. And that's the stuff we'll never know. We'll never know truly what Sandoval and Raquel actually said. My friend, Jamie Lynn from Jamie all over podcast. She on her Patreon, because it's going actually her Patreon money is going to a good cause. She told me, I got to put this up on my Instagram tomorrow. Um, she posted the video that she took the night with her and Brett, the manager in Schwartz and Sandy's, where they filmed Tom Sandoval and Raquel in this intense conversation. And they did these voices over it, making fun of them, just thinking that they were watching two friends. But that was the night the affair allegedly started. So now when you watch it with those eyes, you get to see like, oh, shit. They're like talking like intensely about potentially digging each other. You're allegedly going to see some of that footage on the season finale and in another Hulu project, allegedly. Okay. So a lot of allegedly, but that would make sense that potentially Raquel was trying, like, I truly will never know these things, but I want to know Raquel, like, where did you see, where did you, where did you see this ending? And did you think Ariana was a horrible person? Did Tom tell you so many, like, were you like, she doesn't give you pins and batteries? Like, what did you, you were acting like such a good friend to her. So emotionally, where were you? Was that all an act? Like, what, what is it? Anyways, Lala's podcast this week, um, I think uh, Blocked by Jax took these notes. Um, Lala's co-host thinks Rachel cried at glamping out of guilt for what she did to Ariana and had a what the fuck moment, but stayed with Sandoval anyway. Lala agreed. I don't agree. I think that's not, I think she had a crying out of body like moment because I think they were all on mushrooms. I think they were all on mushrooms, potentially Molly. I think those kind of things. And I think she was overwhelmed by what a great birthday it was because I don't think, you know, Raquel's had a lot of friends that have been as passionate for her as these people all welcomed her. I mean, Sandoval especially welcomed her with his penis. Um, so I don't think she had like, no, I don't think that at all. I didn't see that at least. Um, Lala thinks Rachel could get her life back one day, but she will never be friends with these people again and needs to start over somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, but it's reality television. You guys, anything could happen. We know that. And also Lala has done some wild shit in the past. Things, things can turn. I mean, things, I never thought there would be a day where Lala would actually be friends with Katie or Stassi or any of those people. I remember the days when she was like, 
you know, I never thought that would happen. You never know. Now, of course, Raquel, this is so much darker than anything Lala did to that group, but you never know. I mean, listen, I have now learned to say never say never because I, you know, the, uh, uh, when Lala first brought up the Labor Day party to Ariana at the Heartspring party, she was furious and cameras went down. She kept saying, I'm not doing this. So cameras going down means they were filming Ariana through a fit or not through a fit or said like, listen, I'm not doing this. Cameras had to stop. And that was the moment we saw in last week's episode where Lala stepped up and was like, dude, your boy could have came home to you. And he didn't. Um, Lala's mom was also who, who wasn't at this party. Fucking Jax was there. Every Sheena's, by the way, thank you to Sheena Shea. Her vlogs are the only reason we have footage of that night. Her vlogs on YouTube, which people, you know, I remember back in the day when those vlogs were made fun of. I remember that. Now they are like essential viewing material for these shows, period. So thank you, Sheena Shea. I wonder if they're giving her like a fee to use that footage. Um, Lala's mom heard Tom and Ariana's phone call on Labor Day. He was hanging up on her and claiming he lost service. I guess they were um, like, she was like yelling at him. This was the day her grandma died. And he just hung up on her and said, he lost. that's according to Lala's mom. So who knows? Ariana texted everyone about the affair the moment she found out. So Tom couldn't manipulate her into keeping quiet. Okay. So allegedly that would be that Wednesday night when his phone dropped out. And that is a very interesting sentence because and that kind of lines up with what Tom said on the Howie Mandel show, where Tom was like, dude, you know, I, you know, I said, you know, let's break up, but like, we don't have to reveal it yet. Remember that, that moment where he was talking about, no, we don't have to reveal this yet. We can keep it. We can keep about, you know, we've got a lot of business projects up. We can keep it just us, which is what Tom wanted. But instead, Ariana was super smart and immediately texted everybody because she knew that Sandoval was going to try to keep her quiet. Um, also, the finale trailer being leaked was absolutely an inside job. I think we all know that. How could it? Yeah, of course. Um, also, Rachel Raquel drinking a Coors Light at Clamping was a clear sign she was with Sandoval and Schwartz. Already knew about them <laughs> that she was with Sandoval because Sandoval drinks Coors Light. I, I, it could have also been just the only beer they had on hand. And Schwartz already knew about them fucking when he said that her type is taken men joke. Disgusting. Yeah, that's the other thing is that Schwartz definitely knew because the amount of like little jabs Schwartz did throughout these episodes, he totally knew. Um, there has been editing, but everything was filmed before Scandal. They have gone back and added previously filmed footage so uh, to align with the new Sandoval finale. And remember, they've made a lot of these episodes 85 or sorry, 75 minutes. And you are seeing added things that weren't initially meant to air. Nothing was filmed later, though, except Ariana and everyone finding out. So that's what we're going to see this next week. Lisa Vanderpump doesn't like to get her hands dirty, so she made Ken drop the Raquel sleeping at Tom. Yeah, of course. Also, I don't even think it's that. I think I think Lisa would have totally gotten her hands dirty. I don't necessarily agree with that. And also, I don't care. It gave us an iconic Kin moment. And we need more Kin. I mean, Kin used sparingly. We, just, I, I forgot who did this. I saw a meme. Somebody said that Kin is starting to look like Jiggy. And I started looking and I was like, oh, my God. He's like, well, did you know some sons of old? Like, I love that moment. It was iconic. Um, Sheena did a vlog on Labor Day, which is the only way producers could see the footage that day. Okay, yeah. Um, we still have those rumors of Jackson Britt back next season. 
I am hearing that is happening, but I think it would be used sparingly. The other thing I would say, though, is remember that these are like the highest rated shows that Vanderpump Rules has had in so many years. And these guys, these knuckleheads did this all themselves. They didn't need Jax. They didn't need Brittany. They didn't need Stassi. They didn't need Dodie, you know, and that's not, who you know, I'm not trying to say anything bad, but they did this all themselves. So now, I mean, it is exciting to see old people pop up. I'm very excited to see Kristen Doty in that episode next week. But do we need then to like spread it out? And like, I just, I think the producers, and they've done such an amazing job, this whole production, but I'm really curious about these conversations behind the scenes that that are happening now of how they make all of this work. And what do we have to hang our hats on? We have Schwartz and Sandys. So you're going to have the storyline of Schwartz and Sandys not doing well. You'll have Tom Sandoval on tour, you know, working on himself. Um, you'll have Ariana and Katie, something about her. You'll have Ariana, potentially her new boyfriend. I don't know if he'll ever agree to film. He lives in New York. You have Katie continuing to date people. You have Lala. She said she wanted to have a second baby. You know, maybe there's something there. Um, but you know, I'm trying to think how we connect all these dots. I mean, Sheena, you know, Sheena will be, you know, post Raquel and the TRO, no longer friends with Raquel. I mean, what will this season hold? And I hope they're not going to be like, you know what? We need a fun season this season. Like, no, we don't, we don't need, we don't need a fun season. I'm willing to do without a fun season. <laughs> it's like, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. And then let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's a little quick thing. Z-Way supposedly wants to, uh, Z-Way wants to, f- wants to uh, interview Raquel. Z-Way, of course, the comedian, has uh, had a lot of these. Uh, she used to do those IG things where she'd be like, they'd make a fascinating guest and they would come on and Z-Way would kind of embarrass them because she would ask them about like history, black culture, things like that. Uh, I'm trying to like remember the Caroline Calloway one. But anyways, Raquel, I mean, that was a funny Instagram story, Z-Way, but I think there's no way no way in hell that I would ever advise Raquel to do that, nor would she, it just wouldn't even be entertaining in the least. She would not know what hit her. So definitely not. And also Z-Way, I got to tell you, Z-Way, I find her relationship with, um, with Emrata troubling. I don't know why. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't trust that Emrata. I love Z-Way, but there is something about Emrata once I heard that Harry Styles stuff that I was like, I do not, I do not trust that Emrata. You know what I'm saying? Do you guys feel that way as well? Also, I wanted to say some good news in terms of all of this emotional trauma. Like I said a second ago, that it has truly, truly paid off because this past week's episode of Vanderpump Rules, I mean, get this, the ratings on this thing is they're insane. Okay, I'm trying to find these ratings here. Dun, dun, dun. It is so fun at two in the morning to still be doing this. Okay, the ratings this episode 1,437,000 viewers, a season high. This was their highest rated episode this season. Each week it goes up and up and up. So potentially by the reunion, they could be. I mean, is it is it crazy to think two million? And remember, that's day of. That's not three day or seven day. The way we watch TV now is so different. 
Um, so it was really, really awesome to hear that because it's, you know, if you're going to go through all of this pain, I want it to be worth it for some, I mean, I want it to be worth it for all of these people. And I'm so curious how they'll re renegotiate their contracts, you know? Um, and you guys, I think, I, I think, is that it? Did we do everything? I think we did everything right. What, uh, what a week. How are you guys doing? I never, I never asked you this at all. I hope you guys are well. Let me do a cursory glance and just make sure that I, I did everything. Oh God! Special shout out to Terry Maloney. We've DM'd a couple of times. Great. I think she is really a special lady. Reminds me a lot of my mom. And uh, and who knows? We you never know who's going to pop up on so bad it's good. So always subscribe. Hit that like button on YouTube, five-star review on Apple Podcasts and, and uh, Spotify. And I think that's it. I, I, I don't want to say goodbye, but I think we have to. Uh, I hope you, oh, you, oh, that's it. That's it. I said on part one that I was going to go through that moment with Tom and Ariana that I interviewed them the night after the season premiere. Of course, that is not on this episode because me and Meditza were talking and we think it'll be much better next week on part two after the finale because it'll be the finale and then we'll actually get to hear an interview with me and tom and ariana that was like the day after this season premiered and i thought that was a great idea so that is it you guys have a great rest of your weekend and i will talk to you bright and early on monday thanks for being here Betches.